Hello and welcome to You Need to See This, an every other weekly film podcast about filling the gaps in our collective cinematic experience. I'm Bree, uh, and I'm joined by my co-host, Cozy, Cozy Orlin. Cozy Orlin. Uh, I didn't. I don't. I feel like I never give my last name on this, but my last name is Jones, and I probably don't because it's it's very generic. And if you look up my name on anywhere online, it's there's a billion Bree Joneses. <laughs> but- <laughs> That's fair. I think I'm the opposite, where I. Or I, I also feel like I never give my last name on this. And I was like, I need to do that once in a while, just for the sake of pronunciation. Because a lot of people don't know how to pronounce my last name. And that seems harder to them than Cozy for some reason. Huh. Yeah, they're like, Cozy Orlean. Cozy. And I'm like, no, like New Orleans, but which is spelled like Orlean. So it's even more confusing. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I feel like I never. I, I, I Maybe it's because when I met you maybe i heard your name out loud so i'm like to me i I, it seems like a pretty easy name thank you that's what i always thought when i heard it for the first time i also was like this is a pretty easy name and also i'm a child (laughs) the moment when you're when a child realizes their own name oh what a feeling what a feeling (laughs) (laughs) uh anyway uh we are comedians we're writers we're filmmakers and we can hold our breath for a long long time uh (laughs) That's not true, actually. I don't think I can hold my breath very long at all. Yeah, uh, same. I've gotten a little better at it, but it took a long... I used to be one of those, like, hold your nose when you're in the pool, kids. Me too. I still do. I still hold my nose. Like, when I jump, I can't... It's I really hard not to. I figured out how to not get water in my nose, yeah. I finally figured it out, but it took a really fucking long time, and I don't know how I did it, unfortunately. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, Sorry. I think I might have done it once. Yeah, and I, it was like I could never repeat that. So, yeah, always going to plug my nose. Never going to have two hands when I jump in a pool. It's not easy. It's tough. Oh, It is tough, and that feeling of, like, your nose burning with chlorine is, like, and just water being in your nose and your throat like no Uh, i'd rather i'd rather just yeah i'll I'll plug my nose just to avoid that but if anyone knows how to do that yeah tell us Uh, every episode one of us tries to convince the other uh and the audience that they need to see a specific film and we do it all with no spoilers and uh today we are here with our guest jen curcio hi jen hello thank you for having me on i'm so thanks for being on yeah Where's my cake? You'll get it when you see it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I get it right now in general because I always have that question going on. Like, where is my cake? I always want to know the answer, and the answer is always uh, somewhere. It's always somewhere. Somewhere else. Yeah. Not not where you need it, though, which is in front of you. Yeah. um, And that's always where I need it. It's true. I mean, sometimes it's at Ralph's. That's convenient. That's That's true. Oh God! Um, I for a moment there, I thought you were gonna say it's always sunny, and uh, my brain put all of those words into it and went, "Jen's from Philly." <laughs> oh, that I am. <laughs> Born and raised, but Jen. Um, so we have you on for this. I'm excited. Uh, Jen and I met a, a long time ago uh, when she did improv at a show of mine, and I was like, "This person needs to be on an improv team of mine." So she was on oh. Sweet Dalai Lama with me for a while. Uh, doing that great work, and then uh, went off to do awesome storytelling stuff. Ooh. Thank you, yeah. Which she does to this day. (laughs) I do, I do. Um, I'm actually going to be on The Risk Show, and that 
I don't have a date yet, but it's going to be at the hotel cafe. So if people want to keep an eye out for that. That's awesome. That's a, that's a legit show. I've heard such good things about that one. Yeah, it's great. David Crabb hosts it and he's, he's wonderful. Oh, that's awesome. Is the, is risk the one that was created by the guy from the state? Yeah. Originally. Yeah, yeah. That's so cool. I forgot. I, uh, I've always heard about that as like kind of an LA institution. So that's very cool. Thank you. Yeah. I'm that's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. I don't know anything about this, but this it sounds awesome. Um, yeah, that's exciting that you even are you doing storytelling stuff uh, in your is this like your your job? Like, do you, you know, what? it's not, but I wish it was like, I love like I'm trying I'm trying to get into um, writing, you know, like a like a more uh, sustainable living doing that. But yeah, I mean, I love storytelling like I, I not to brag, but I won the moth. Um, Hell yeah. Ooh, yeah. that's, yeah, you got to brag about that. Thank <laughs> you, I will. <laughs> yeah, the real yeah. deal. Book her on your shows. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I love yeah. doing shows. So. It's <laughs> exciting. Yeah, but also today is Halloween, which is very exciting. And Jen, you're here on uh, the end of our Halloween sort of stretch, uh, the spookiest month. So uh, we want to hear how you feel about Halloween. Oh, my God, I love it. <laughs> I feel honored that I'm here today on the the Halloween episode. <laughs> um, it's my favorite holiday. I'm like absolutely fanatic about it. Same. Um, yeah. Same, same. I hosted a spooky show at the Glendale Room for the season. Nice. Spooky storytellers. Yeah. Like Ooh, I'm, that's fun. Yeah. I've just always been absolutely in love with Halloween my whole life. Ooh, Me yeah. Too. Same, same. Yeah. By and far the best holiday. Oh, so, even the dog agrees. The dog agrees. <laughs> <laughs> or the wolf. I'm sorry. Was that a wolf howl? <laughs> he, he does look like a werewolf. <laughs> it's good. It, it gives. Oh, God, I love it. <laughs> it's gonna what give a us treat. a good spooky, a good spooky feel, like a werewolf kind of a, a vibe on our Halloween episode. Yes, I love <laughs> it. After this, the dog will go out for blood. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. Um, I just saw a movie where there was some some howling and some spookiness going on. So it immediately brought me back to that. But unrelated to Halloween entirely. Uh, but yeah, that's cool. When when Jen, tell us about some old Halloween costumes that you are particularly proud of. I would say, okay, my top three would be a couple years ago, I guess it was like 2018, I was Large Marge from Pee-wee's Big Adventure. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. so awesome. I just stopped at the dinosaurs of the Cabazon dinosaurs where uh, oh, yeah. they have they have all of that, uh, the, the Large Marge merch. It's <laughs> oh, awesome. Yeah, it's it was a big hit. Well, it was either a big hit where people were like, what are you? <laughs> <laughs> Those are the best costumes. <laughs> Yeah, like because because it was nice. It was like it weeded out people. I didn't want it. Like I didn't need to talk to these people if you didn't know it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good yeah. Yeah, and then uh, my second favorite would probably be when I was in seventh grade. I was an alien, and it was like <laughs> the most complete costume I've ever really had. Like uh, my mom took me to the store, and she was like, "Go ahead, like." get get like every accessory you need for this 
And like, she was like, we were not rich people. So she was, she was always like, no, like just get the base costume, no accessories. So like, it was kind of a big moment for me. Mm. Um, yeah. And it, it also just looked really cool. Like I had the gloves, all of it. So it was fun. Ooh, nicely done. Ooh. Yeah. And then I guess the third one was <laughs> when I was in second grade, I was um, actually, no, I'm going to scrap that one. <laughs> All right. Sometimes was, you got it. Was, yeah. In 2016, I'm self-editing. In 2016, <laughs> I was um, Kathy Bates character from Fried Green Tomatoes when she does the strand wrap dress. Oh, and I wore it to work and people were like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. That's yeah, awesome. like only only one person knew what I was doing and he was like, dude, that's fucking awesome. Sorry, that's so awesome. No, and you can curse like, on this. It's a punk oh, okay. it's, it's a very much like a Halloween-y punk rock podcast. Fuck yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. I was like, whoops. Um yeah, one person got it and he thought it was awesome. And HR was like, um, you're a little bit exposed. And I was like, that's the point. <laughs> that's amazing. so amazing and that's what makes those costumes worth it too is like yeah maybe most people aren't gonna get it or like know what you're doing but there's gonna be that one person who's like this is the best costume i've seen like all you know all month yeah oh. definitely yeah so and much I, had, I had a i had a bodysuit underneath it wasn't like i was straight <laughs> up naked you know yeah right um yeah i remember once uh so as people know, I work in uh, plastic surgery marketing, the weirdest thing ever. Um, and back when we were in the office, um, we had like a Halloween costume contest and I did not go to win. I And I did not win. But um, so that's not where this story goes. But um, because I took the bus there, I had to think of something that was very portable and not like too much of a whole thing. Although I will do that on the bus sometimes. But for this one, I was like, yeah, let's make it portable. So I brought like a bloody apron and I wore that and I was like, I'm just some bloody apron guy. But then I realized that it would not take very much for me to be a bad plastic surgeon. (laughs) (laughs) They had like medical masks just hanging out. This was before COVID. So I don't know why they were there. Um, And uh, a pair of scissors. And I was just like holding them and looking gruesome and wearing a medical mask and posed in that photo and no one asked me a single question (laughs) that's yeah that's great yeah i mean there's also so many like um i I never watched nip tuck but that's what makes Mm. me think of oh absolutely Uh, yeah that's full-on nip tuck style um how about yourself uh for as far as costumes go yeah let's see um let's see last year i was uh Lilu from uh, from the Fifth Element, which was really fun. Nice. Uh, I put that together myself, and that's that always makes the costume more memorable. Just like <laughs> basically pieced it together, and then you know I made the the suspenders, the orange like kind of oh, wow. Swiss cheese looking suspenders. I, I <laughs> put that together myself, and it took way too long. Um, <laughs> that was a good costume. Uh, there's been a few. There was one I made. Uh, I was Bud Lightyear. Uh, <laughs> Nice. I, made, I made an entire but uh yeah buzz light your costume out of like bud light boxes and cans wow <laughs> oh my god uh that was great uh i'm trying to remember there was a time i showed up to work too where i think i was the only one in costume and i remember that being embarrassing but i don't i must have blocked it out because i don't remember what i was <laughs> i but did that was, uh 
Oh, go for extravagant. it. it. It was just an extravagant costume, I think, where it was like kind of hard to work in. And I remember, oh, I was a box turtle. That's right. Ah, uh, amazing. So I, I had it, but I had a huge box on my back. So it was like very <laughs> much in the way of everything. And I remember feeling like just sitting down at work and like, I'm I'm a turtle and no one is dressed as anything. And it's Halloween. I know. Oh, it surprises me how many people don't uh, don't take that holiday as seriously as as I do. <laughs> Same. It's such a bummer. Um, Yeah, I remember once I went to a friend's birthday party that was near Halloween and I was the only one in costume and it was like a bowling thing. And I was like, I guess I'm the only one who looks like a weird alien here. Okay, cool. We did it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I think I definitely like look at some not not that I I don't like to judge people, but if I let's say I meet somebody on Halloween and they were like, I just don't like dressing up. I probably might be like i don't know i don't know if i can hang out with you (laughs) like because there's so many people i've met who are yeah just like not into i feel like less so now that i've moved in to la and like the comedy scene i feel like people love dressing up but uh back at i remember going to like halloween parties where people just would not be in costume and i just was like why though like every every party should just be a halloween party yeah halloween should just be year long and it would be so fun and i don't think i'd ever get tired of it yeah i think honestly same it's a it's a wonderful thing it's creative it's fun um sometimes it makes me work a little harder than i want to but i always curse myself for not planning ahead so it's truly on me oh gosh me too yeah i think that was the case last year i didn't uh I did. I always like have ideas for costumes like ahead of time, but then I like getting the work done on them or like or like picking one is is sort of like October just creeps up. And then I'm like, what am I going to be? <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I usually uh, uh, just go to like Goodwill and try and find a bunch of pieces of things that could work together and become and suddenly become a costume. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, or and then yeah, just taking inventory of what you have too, and then being like, what yes. can I combine these things to be? Yeah, I've and... never been like a pop culture person. I love doing like the really obscure things that only a handful of people will. Well, not a handful, especially in LA, but like <laughs> you know, like I want to be uh, Tim Curry from The Worst Witch next year. <laughs> mm. Nice. Yeah. Love Tim Curry and all the things. He's always yeah. great. It's true. It's so true. Ugh. He is great. What are the Halloween costume plans for this year? This year, I actually, I'm going to just use um, what I wore, you know, for the show that I hosted. And it's like a skeleton situation, but, uh, and like the skeleton face, face paint, um, but weirdly, I just wanted like a regular like bodysuit or just like whatever, like something simple, like a simple skeleton suit situation. And I could not find one. It was either like sexy skeleton Oof. with like a short skirt. And I was like, no, <laughs> like, probably not going to happen for me. Or um, there was Skeleboner and it was like a skeleton with a huge uh penis and i was like well that doesn't make sense oh but, no okay. yeah, oh, yeah. Boner. <laughs> yeah it was, that's what it was called spirit halloween skeleboner none of that like, surprises yeah. me <laughs> yeah i was like cracking up a little bit but also like yeah, it's not gonna work 
<laughs> also, Spirit. When did Spirit Halloween turn into like a mall uh, um, prank store? Right, like Spencer's. Yeah, there we <laughs> go. That's are, what I was thinking. Thank you. They actually got bought bought by Spencer's. So I think that's what it is. Oh no! Oh really? Oh, what a that tragedy! Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense then. Why Skele- yeah. I was like, how do they? Yeah, how are they getting away with Skeleboner when there's like children getting? I guess it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, but still, it feels like a step down for them. It, it does. does. Oh, yeah, but so it goes. So it goes. I'm sure it'll sell out. <laughs> yeah, it'll it be will. A hit new outfit. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah, this year I think I'm going to try to use my... I, I don't know exactly what I want to do yet, but I have a bunch of face paint stuff. So I think I might try to do like a whole paint thing, like do some sort of like horror effects. That's cool. Practical. Maybe I'll just try to get really like creative with the uh, uh, spirit gum and all the like the stuff that comes in like my little makeup kit and, and see what I can do. That's a good call. Nice. I'll just wear one yeah. of the... Th- I'll probably just wear one of the things from my last couple shows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seems like the uh, and, move. Or yeah, and then it's like the great the great thing about this month is you can be multiple things if you want to. You Very know? true. I love that. Yeah. There are some so things that ways. I am kind of every year, and then other things where I'm like, well, I should also be a little of this. Mm-hmm. Uh well, speaking of Halloween and this month in spooky <laughs> and horror movies. Uh, today, uh, Jen and I are going to try and convince you to watch the 1982 horror comedy anthology Creep Show. And Cozy, you need to see this. I've never seen, not only have I never seen Creep Show, I'm not sure I've seen any movies that are horror anthologies. Hmm. Like, I, I feel know. like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like, I don't know if I have either outside of like TV shows. Right, um, yeah, that's why I was like, I'm probably I've seen TV shows like that, but straight up movies seems pretty rare, but that's because they don't make any anthology movies in general these days. It's a rare form regardless of horror or not horror. Yeah, I don't even know. I was I was just thinking too, I was like, I don't even know what other anthology movies I've seen. Yeah, I feel like it's oh, all yeah. just, hey, good news, Netflix, you're going to have all the different sort of things from different directors and we're going to call it an anthology or something like that. Right. But anyway, um, I have never seen this movie. I've heard the name, I think, but not a lot. All right. Well, um, I will tell you about it. Uh, so this movie, it's a anthology, contains five different uh, short stories held together with a 50s-style comic images. So the first one is about an angry man who wants his father's date cake. The second one is about a simple farmer who finds a mysterious meter <laughs> with uh, special properties. The third one is about a vengeful husband who gets his revenge on his wife and her new boyfriend. The fourth one is about a mysterious uh, crate underneath the stairs of a college (laughs) and a husband in an unhappy marriage. And the last one is about a mean and nasty millionaire with (laughs) sort of a German (laughs) insect phobia who faces a little bit of a roach problem. Nice. So this uh, this movie is directed by George Romero, uh, you know, famously for of the Dead series, Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead, etc. Um, written by Stephen King. Oh, all of them. 
All yeah. of them. Yeah, the, the whole movie. Uh, is it like based off of a book, like a short story collection? It's his sh- short story. Sorry, I didn't mean like jump in. No, but... please. Oh, no, feel free. Yeah. Okay. So it's based off of his like individual short stories. Yeah. That's cool as hell. Yeah, and I think it's ins- it was inspired by uh, EC Comics, which like mm-hmm. did a bunch of like horror comics in the like 1950s. So mm. uh, this was sort of like a homage to that. Yeah. Nice. I do love short story collections and short stories in general. So uh, and storytelling. So this is already a good start. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so people that are in it, uh, Stephen King is in it. What? Which is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Wait. When did when was this movie? When did this come out? How old was Stephen King in it? I'm so curious. Oh, uh, I don't know how old he was, but it came out in 1982. 82. That's a young king. That's a younger that king. Is. Okay. Yes. Interesting. And his uh, son is in it too. Whoa! Oh, really? Oh, so I still like a that. medium young king then. Yeah, the little uh, boy in the beginning. Oh, that's his son. Oh, yeah. Huh. And I I never knew this until recently that his son's name is Joe King. Oh like, no! That's kind of cruel, yeah, that's kind of cruel, but that's oh, twisted. No. <laughs> yeah. I just I just saw a place called Joe King's. Um, uh, shoe store, I think, and that was in Concord, New Hampshire. And my mom was like, "Joe King," and I was like, "I know, yeah. it's terrible. <laughs> why would they do that for a shoe store?" <laughs> but also, yeah. why would you do that to a child? Oh no! Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's uh, that's gonna make a yeah. That kid's life is a is a uh, horror story. <laughs> Please tell me he grew up to be a very bad club comic. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, so that's uh, Stephen King is 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 in it is uh, in one of the stories. Uh, then we have Leslie Nielsen. Uh, what? Ted Danson's here. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Leslie Nielsen. Ama- amazing. Mm-hmm. So this is, this is, you said horror comedy anthology. So it is Leslie Nielsen being funny in this. I mean, it's I think so. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. It's like I'm finding a spoof I never saw. Yeah, I think they're all all the stories are like it's like some not. For me, at least, I didn't think anything was like super scary, but like it's just fun, like gore, like a little bit of gore and and like campy. Mm-hmm. Uh, they lean into the campiness of it, and yeah, I think uh, Leslie Nielsen and Ted Danson are in in the same story, and that's I might be, it's one of my favorite ones on here. Yeah, sweet. Okay. Um, Plus Ed Harris. Ed oh. Harris. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think. There's some other people that. Uh, how Holbrook, which yes. I feel like, it's, yeah, and his fa- his face is like everywhere. Like I feel like he's been in a lot of shows that like, uh, it's I when I went on his IMDb is a bunch of shows that I've never really seen, but it seems like he's got like a prolific um, prolific career and did uh, I had recently seen Into the Wild and Hal Holbrook was in that movie. Yeah, it's a familiar name to me for some reason. Well, he was he was in the fog. And in the fog, yes. Yeah. Oh, never saw the fog. Interesting. And Adri- Adrian Barbeau is also in this. Oh, nice! Oh, Adrian very cool. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, also in the fog. Yeah. Uh, and I guess used to be married to John Carpenter, who's another yep. like horror legend. Yeah, they both. Yeah, yeah Barbeau too. They're all yeah, absolutely. Oh. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, lots of different people, a lot of like star uh, stars in this. I feel like, uh, and cool. yeah, first impressions. 
Uh, so far, it sounds exciting. It sounds very cool. I I definitely wasn't expecting an anthology, and I feel like I'm definitely very prone to like enjoying those. So it's got good things going on so far. Awesome. Uh, Jen, when did you first see Creepshow? Okay, so this, all right, it's a whole story. It was Perfect. September. <laughs> yeah, it was September 1995. Um, I was in fifth grade. My mom took me to the mall, the Exton Mall. Shout out to Exton. <laughs> and she she took me to the Suncoast video and she was like, go pick out a scary movie. You know, it's like getting, like we were, old, we, like I said, we were like always big Halloween people. And she was like, go pick out a scary movie. It's the, it's the, you know, it's the season. So I went and I remember the VHS cover was so beautiful and it like just stuck out to me because mm-hmm. it's, it's like the ghost in you know, in the ticket window and that like awesome i love the the typography they use for the the title and i picked it up and i immediately got home and i watched it and i loved it i was just so obsessed with it you know like i love the colors and just everything and my my whole family like basically communicated only in one-liners from that movie oh you know, like, that's amazing yeah so it's like a big family movie for us oh <laughs> yeah that's sweet thank you i think oh. i first saw this whenever uh i probably saw this i don't remember when i first saw it but i was young i remember uh my my mom just like loved uh like probably was the person who got me like into, you know, watching horror movies. Cause that's really, I feel like she, she like mostly exclusively watched that and then like some dramas, but uh, I definitely saw creep show probably around the same time. She was always watching tales from the crypt and it was in that line of, of, uh, of short horror stories. So I can't remember the specific time, but uh, I remember loving it. Nice. Yeah. Fantastic. It's so funny. Like, yeah, it's, that's interesting. Both of our moms, like, got us into it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, like, honestly didn't really, like, think about it until now. But, um, but yeah, I was like, yeah, my mom was, like, sort of influential in the, I feel like, in the horror uh, interest for me. Uh, and then my dad probably more so, like, maybe, I guess, action movies. I don't even really like action movies that much, but. I definitely watched a lot of uh, a lot of Die Hard. <laughs> That's a very dad thing. <laughs> it is it very is. dad. Yeah. I think my dad, I don't think my dad really went to see a lot of horror movies. I mean, uh, or uh, action movies. Um, he just watched basketball a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what his movie taste was at all, to be honest, but I have a feeling he probably, I don't know. Yeah, that's. I think that's why I missed out on all the action movies when I was growing up was there was no one in my family being like, you should see these. And I was always like, yeah, ah, these are just muscle dudes. No, thanks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think my dad, I actually, he had a pretty good, like he had a, uh, he had a lot of genres that he would watch, but I think like also sci-fi, like Star Trek and, mm. and the fifth element. I watched that one a lot mm. as a, a growing up. So I think that's why that one's also one of my favorite movies. Oh, I had a, I had a sci-fi dad too. Yeah. But, but the books, like he was a sci-fi novel, uh, reader. Um, and he was like Harlan L El- or is it Ray Harryhausen, Harlan Ellison? Are those all har or, um, sci-fi people? I don't remember, but the point is one of those at least 
seems sci-fi. <laughs> right. A novel, you got the novel uh, sci-fi dad. Yeah, I, I definitely think so. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm looking them up really fast to make sure I'm not getting things fully wrong on that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that sounds right. Okay, cool. Um, uh, yeah. Sorry, I'm having a brief moment where I'm trying to remember exactly. I mean, Asimov, definitely. A lot of Asimov. Mm. Yeah, I don't. I didn't read any uh, any sci-fi novels growing up, I don't think. So I wouldn't know either way if you were telling me the right name or not. <laughs> oh, perfect. Also, Ray Harryhausen is a, an animator and special effects creator, so I'm very wrong on that one. <laughs> oh. That is fully I- wrong. Good. I knew I knew I was wrong at least once, if not multiple times during that. <laughs> but you remembered a full name that was a real one. Yeah. It did uh, some, something else. It's so. something at least. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, uh, do you want us to get into our reasons for why we want you to watch this movie? Uh, that sounds great. Oh, Harry Harrison is the name of um, the guy he would recommend to me. That's how long it's been. I had no concept whatsoever because I was a very young kid, but Harry Harrison. Harry Harrison. Huh. That kind of... That is a memorable name. Yeah, and also a name that definitely slides into Harlan Ellison and Ray Harry Harrison's territory. Yeah, it's all kind of muddied muddied together, yeah. Oh, no wonder. That's my brain. (laughs) Anyway, okay, I'm going to stop being distracted by old sci-fi writers during this awesome Halloween episode. Give me some reasons. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, I will say bad at names all the time in general i can't remember anything ever so uh i can't wait till i'm old and and I'm, i feel like i have early onset uh dementia already so oh no <laughs> yeah my memory's horrible it's um, hard it's not easy it is hard uh got hit with too many softballs in, in the back of my head or something oh no know. <laughs> Anyway, our reasons for wanting to watch this. Um, I, I'll start with my first reason. And then, Jen, if you want to uh, jump in with yours, if it's the same, we can sort of piggyback uh, okay. and then go that way. Uh, my first reason is Stephen King is the star of one of these stories. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, one of my things was just the, the cast, like all over the place, a wonderful cast, but... Stephen King. I think he did such a great job in this. He's so good. Uh, yeah, I was like, honestly, like, uh, wasn't expecting like the level. He was like, he just like really sold it and was, it was funny mm-hmm. and gave like a good, funny performance. Yeah, I heard that, or I read that he, he was directed to act the way Wiley e. Coyote acts when he gets hit with something like an anvil. Like that was just like, and he brought that energy like nonstop. <laughs> that's that, amazing. That's an amazing like yeah. I didn't know that, but that's a that makes a lot of sense. Uh, after rewatching it, that's like a direction that I definitely could see. Uh, yeah, that he took. <laughs> yeah, just just his faces he makes like the whole time. I mean, super goofy and yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely like p- plays up the the like sort of like dumb. Uh, Dumb, like, farmer who lives out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's my first reason. Uh, and it's just, like, it, the, that story uh, is is one that I felt like I really, like, when you re- when I rewatched it, was like, yeah, this is sort of, like, tongue-in-cheek, and, like, they're kind of, like, going for, like, it's, it's an homage to these comics, but there's a lot of, like, 
you know, stuff they're doing that, that really like is the comedy really comes through, I think, in that story. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. I do love horror comedy, Idle Hands. And a lot of other movies. (laughs) (laughs) But that was probably Uh, the first one I saw. (laughs) Let's see, the second reason, uh, or did you want to, did your first reason was cast? Did you want to talk about more about that or? Yeah, sure. I'll talk a bit more. Um, I think everybody just did a great job. And that sounds so like overly like optimistic and happy, but it's true. Like I think every character was so well executed. And I also like, I want to highlight Adrienne Barbeau because her character was just so memorable Mm -hmm. and it's just so funny. Like I'll meet people who remind me of her. And the first thing that pops in my mind is, just call me Billy, you know? Um, yeah, it's just, uh, I think everybody brought so much to it, really. That's cool. Yeah. I um, I wrote a, uh, a Halloween-related pilot um, in which there was a rat named Adrienne Barbeau, uh, but I don't think I've ever actually seen her in anything, so this would be very instructive and helpful for me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, That's- it's funny because like I didn't. Uh, it's been it had been a while since I had seen this, so I like didn't remember that Adrian Barbo was in this when I rewatched. Uh, but it's funny that the other movie that you were gonna pick too, also stars her. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that's I'm, I'm like a pretty pretty big Barbo fan. <laughs> nice. Barbo did you head. did you see the TV movie Burial of the Rats where she plays the queen? I have not yet. I, I haven't either, that. but. Yeah, but that was part of why I was like, oh, that would be a good name for a rat. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if that rat has the barbonic plague. Ooh, well <laughs> done. Oh, I feel like uh, if I if I haven't been pitched that as a, as a note for my pilot yet, then I definitely will have to write it down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so my second reason is the lighting and like the practical effects. Um, yeah. It's just like, really like do they do a lot of really fun stuff uh with the lighting like basically at any like point where the story kind of takes like the the scary turn they do a lot of really these like bright red and blues that sort of like fill up the whole scene um it's just like really like fun and and colorful and it just makes it, it makes the every story just like a little bit more dynamic and fun i mean we do love the uh the reds and the blues and the brightness suspiria at least the original, exactly. absolutely. Yeah. It's so, very, so yeah, this, they, they take a Suspiria turn for sounds, sure in most of these. Sounds very pretty yeah. Jalo. Love it, love it. Yeah, that was actually one of mine as well, was the lighting, because I know that they they chose that because they wanted to kind of look like a comic book. Um, and I, I think it's it's just beautiful. It looks really, it's beautiful, and it really brought like some cohesion to the whole the whole film you know and i think like as an anthology i've i've seen a lot of them and most of them are just kind of like there's no there's no like through line mm-hmm. and i don't want to say too much because this is like another one of my picks but yeah i just really love the lighting okay yeah i was actually i think i was thinking what what you're saying is one of your picks too i was like oh i should have had that as a reason um <laughs> 
<laughs> but yeah, the that is a good point that it's kind of just like it kind of connects everything together a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. Gives it a nice, yeah, and a very like kind of like some of the acting is a little, you know, over the top, uh, but uh, like for like stylized over the top uh, to get like the kind of like comic feel. Um, yeah. Interesting. And the lighting very much does that too. Yeah. But it's over the top in a in a fun way rather than in a way that's like too broad or anything like that. I think so. Yeah, I think it's very fun. Wonderful. Yeah, yeah. I think it's like it's supposed to be that way. Um, and it it gets less so. I think like the later stories, like it feels like it starts off more like that, and then it kind of like the the later you get into the stories, it feels like that sort of over the topness kind of like gets a little bit more subdued. Interesting. Yeah. I would say the last story is the most subdued, but I think, you know, it's replaced by creepy crawliness. I don't want to give spoil. Well, yeah, I don't want to give spoilers, but yeah. But creepy crawliness it's- sounds exciting. That's it's it's specific <laughs> without being too much. I love it. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> my third reason is the comeuppance. Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, I think all of the stories except for the Stephen King one are about comeuppance. Yeah. Oh. Good. That uh, sounds like a good um, theme. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think like I'm pretty sure uh, yeah, even like the framing device like how they like fit all these these stories together also has like a nice comeuppance sort yeah, of like wrap up. Um, yeah. which I was, uh, yeah, which is like, I thought was really like fun and it kind of like, yeah, tied a little nice bow on the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. After see after hearing about, um, uh, death proof and Tarantino movies, uh, come up and sounds pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot mm-hmm. of that in this. Um, and most of them like, yeah, it's like, you know, Stephen King, like master of, of writing these sort of, uh, horror stories, but like the, the way that it happens is always pretty satisfying. Like, um and nice. feels feels justified like i guess going back to adrian's role in this like you in the story that she's in you feel sort of like the same like i don't know satisfaction kind of <laughs> cool uh, yeah, it's that one's so satisfying it is <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that one and even even uh leslie nielsen's story is like very satisfying Oh yeah, that one might be the best one actually. Yeah, as far as like the the satisfaction level. Yeah. Of like, wow, well deserved. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Uh, what is your third reason? Uh, my third reason is Tom, um, Tom Savini. Hmm. Uh, he is the special effects person who is hired to do all of that for this. And from what I read, he, he spent two hours on a phone call. Um, I can't say exactly what he was talking about, but it was, well, actually I kind of can. <laughs> uh, there's, there's a creature, an animatronic creature in one of the scenes or one of the stories, and he spent two hours with someone who had created uh, other, like he, like the, another person. I can't remember his name, but someone else who was like the king of animatronic creatures, and he 
he nailed it. I mean, hmm. just top to bottom. I think that the special effects in this movie are, they're so campy, but like, I love them so much. It's like the real effects. It's not, it's like practical effects. It's not like no computers were used, you know, it's 1982. Yeah. And I just, I just love them. Like I love, uh, like stylistically, they kind of wanted to, to make it look like a comic book. And I think he did such a good job. Everyone's doing a good job to me. What can I say? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no, I agree. I think that was, I kind of like sort of, uh, I tried to like shoehorn that into my lighting thing too, but it's like overall, yeah, like they really like nailed, it's like the style of this uh, Mm -hmm. kind of like being a little campy and like exaggerated. But but the, the, the practical effects, I feel like I always prefer, like no matter how advanced computer graphics get, like I think nothing... Nothing is like as impressive to me as like somebody who like made a creature yes. like by hand, you know. Definitely, that's that's part of the reason why I love this movie so much. Yeah, it's a uh, it's good stuff and like good. Yeah, there's like some good little gore moments too, like with the the, the makeup effects. And I actually was reading that um, I didn't really notice it because I don't think I knew what Tom's. Savini like I didn't really notice his role in this but he plays one of the garbage men in this <laughs> yeah yeah that's another oh I love that part of it too yeah he's in the end of it mm-hmm. and he's in the second one too the second creep show mm. I haven't seen the second one it's fun it's not as good as this one um not to say too much about it but George Romero wrote it and someone else directed it, but he they were based on some of Stephen King's short stories. Okay. I'm I'm yeah, yeah wondering I'm like how the I bet yeah, Romero probably had a better handling on the directing of it. Yeah. I mean it's still good, but I think the previous combo of King as the writer and Romero as the director was better. Yeah, that kind of like perfectly segues into my fourth reason which is yeah it's like a pairing of like horror masters Stephen King and George Romero so that's my fourth reason okay yeah I definitely agree with that I mean apparently they were friends and they had always wanted to work on something together so this was their they took this moment yeah and I think this was like the start of um I think Romero cast uh, had uh, had some other like or King had like another cameo in, in another Romero movie, Night Riders. Night Riders. Oh, I've never seen that. Never heard of it. Yeah, I haven't either. I just was reading about it today. Um, but it's about like a motorcycle group who perform and live life as King as a king and his knights. <laughs> oh no! And apparently, I think uh, yeah, Stephen King makes a cameo in that. Fun. <laughs> They got a little, uh, yeah, it's just the a beautiful union and the start of a, uh, or I guess not the start of a friendship, but the continuation of a creative friendship. <laughs> a nice crystallization of it. Yes. And what's your fourth reason? The one-liners. They're so brilliant. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they're just like cheesy, good fun. But I just love all the one-liners in it. Like, I don't think this gives anything away, but the whole, um, all you got to do is hold your breath, you know? And like right. I said before, the, the cake thing, and it's just very fun. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's the one I entered the um, the episode with, was the, the yeah. hold your breath one. Uh, that was the one that I remember. The cake one is, yeah, so wacky and funny. Um, yeah. A Father's Day cake, too. I just, I, I think that's hilarious on its own, because I'm like, who gets, who does a cake for Father's Day? My family did. Really? Whoa. We did, we, yeah, we always did, but, like, every year I get my dad the same <laughs> the same Father's Day card, and it's from an Etsy seller who sells the Creepshow Father's Day card. Mm-hmm. So oh. it's like a very, like I said, it's like very much our family movie. That's so awesome. It's like Thank become you, yeah. tradition from the movie. Yeah. <laughs> the movie and started always, the tradition. Yeah, like I always think like, oh, should I just buy like a stack of them in advance? Because I'm like, every year, I'm like, what if she just doesn't do this anymore? Like, she's just a, a lady in New Jersey selling these cards out of her house, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. You never know when somebody's just going to close up shop and stop yeah. selling the thing you love. Right. Yeah. <laughs> On the other end of that, too, you could end up be, like thinking that for everything and being like, I'm just going to stockpile all of these things. And then, <laughs> and then you can't get through them fast enough. But most of the time, I feel like, yeah, it's probably better than... Uh, if for things that don't expire, like why not? Why not get a bunch of them? It's true. I buy the same type of headphones every time my headphones break, and I have to buy them from really specific sellers on eBay because these are a specific generation of headphones. So oh, wow. once they're all gone, they're gone forever, and I only buy them one at a time, but probably shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think. I think about that all the time when I go get my pet bike cat's food I'm, I'm always like why don't i just buy like a bunch of cat food at once so i'm not cu- like running to the store once a week to get it <laughs> buying in bulk uh i live near a smart and final that i've been in twice and i've lived here for 14 years Wow. <laughs> yeah so one day it'll get me and i'll have to buy in bulk from it but for now i've never been a bulk guy yeah, I live walking distance from a smart and final, but I think that's also why I never buy in bulk because I'm always walking there, and I'm uh, like, I can't, I can't walk home with bulk because I just point. don't have the arm muscles for that. Bulk is hard. Yeah, it's true. I had a Costco card, and it's it's like a chore. Like, I have to bring like a cart down to the car to unload, and then bring it back up. Oh no! So that's a lot. Yeah, and then I don't get time. that much. It's like toothpaste, dog food coffee <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah yeah costco costco memberships i yeah i feel like uh i haven't been into a costco I, I don't even know like where there is a costco actually around here but i haven't been into a costco or like a sam's club in a such a long time but um, there are definitely like some things that i would buy i like i just get excited by the fact that there's like a big package of something and then i feel like the times that i've been there i'm always coming out with things that i don't really need in bulk but i'm like <laughs> wow that's the biggest bag of pistachios i've ever seen <laughs> <laughs> i definitely gotta take that home and then i'm like why did i get this many pistachios i'm one person i live alone <laughs> <laughs> uh so my fifth reason for watching this movie is the last story, um, they're creeping up on you. <laughs> oh yeah, my least just, favorite because it's it just skews me out. Sorry. That's yeah, I think that's why it is my favorite because it's because uh, it's it's a little squirmy, um, and I like that feeling of 
that was the one that made me the most like uncomfortable, I guess. Um, yeah. And it was also a really good kind of, I guess, comeuppance too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like there's a basically like a rich sort of billion corporate, like multi-conglomerate owning like bill, uh, billionaire guy who's just kind of like a jerk. Um, and yeah, he's just not a nice person. But the story is good. Yeah. I think it's my favorite. And then I think the Les, the, uh, my second favorite, maybe the Stephen King one or the Leslie Nielsen, Ted Danson one. I think my, my favorite is probably the Adrian Barbeau one. The followed cr- by the, the crate. The crate. Yeah. And how about you? What's your fifth reason? I said all the detail, which kind of hits a little bit with like the lighting, but it's, it's like every single piece of it. So it's like, this isn't a spoiler, but like whiskey is the catalyst for the thing happening in one of the, the um, stories. And they chose whiskey because like, I guess in like, um, Gaelic or something it's, it means like in Ireland it means like water of life mm-hmm. and so it like reanimates a, a corpse and Ooh. yeah and so it's just like that's a fun detail like a really nice detail in the writing mm-hmm. there's also like uh, a marble ashtray that's a big part of one of the stories but and it's, this isn't a spoiler but it's a fun little trivia thing like you can see it in the background of every single um story in the the whole anthology so that's really fun and like um Mm. in the stephen king story there's a sign that says castle rock which is like fun to me because it's like a glimpse into the stephen king universe because if you know stephen king uh that's like a fictional town he often uses in his writing Mm. so yeah, it's just I think there was just so much detail in the writing and the visuals and the acting. So just all across the board, the detail and like it, like I said before, like all of that kind of makes it such a cohesive anthology. Yeah, yeah. The only the other uh, horror anthology I can think of that's equally cohesive is probably Trick or Treat. Mm, from- I don't think oh, I've seen Trick or Treat. I've heard so many good things about it. Yeah, the Anna Paquin one. It's confusing because there's like an 80s movie by the same name. Oh, maybe that's interesting. Maybe that's the one I hear about. I don't know. Which one is the one that people love more? (laughs) I think the the Anna Paquin one. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. I don't think a lot of people know about the the 80s one. Mm. Which is the anthology? Um, The the Anna Paquin one is the is the anthology one and it's i think that's from like 2006 oh interesting okay okay yeah yeah i'm gonna have to check out some more horror anthologies because i think that's uh that's kind of like i feel like a bonus reason is just like it's fun because it's sort of like you just kind of you you know if there's something for everybody basically like and that's what's fun about an anthology is like if even if you're not too keen on one of the stories like you can kind of just move past it pretty quickly and then find one you really like. And it's yeah. sort of fun to like, so yeah, to, com- to compare them and, and, you know, talk about which one's like 
are your favorites and yeah it's so it's fun <laughs> yeah that's how i am with every anthology at this point like the love death and robots or sex death and robots or whatever on um on netflix which sometimes feels a little too like netflixy and sensationalized but there's there's always like one in there where you're like oh god the animation was so good or like oh wow that one was really effective yeah mixed with all the other ones that are like well this feels shoehorned in and kind of sensationalized and it's like okay this robot just said fuck now it's cool it feels kind of like tiring where it breaks the tone a little yeah and it's kind of fun discovering those ones that like kind of you kind of have to get through these these ones that aren't maybe like at, at least you know to you to you aren't as good but then you find those ones that really like make i don't know it feels like a treasure hunt kind of where you're watching these and you're like oh this one's really good Oh, good call. On uh, to the next one. Um, <laughs> yeah, Love, Death, and Robots is good. And then uh, I'm trying to think of like another. Oh, Black Mirror is like another fun, like anthology that mm-hmm. I think of like where I'm like, oh, I like watching this. And then like some episodes kind of don't do it for me. And then there's ones that, you know, you that really just like stand out. But this one, I feel like Creepshow is pretty much like all of them are good, I think. Yeah. There's not that's, one that I was like, eh. That's good. That's what I, yeah, that's what I love about it the most is that it's just every single one of them. Like, even the last one, it, I mean, it creeps me out. It, it, it's not scary. It's just, you know, it's it's gross. But I still love it, you know? Yeah. And when you were talking about the details, too, I was thinking about, like, what came to my head. The the Leslie Nielsen one, um, like, he he's, like, an obsession. Or, like, he, like, knows a lot about, like, electronics. Yes. And, like, that detail pays off um, pretty well. Yeah. Uh, that's like something that you wouldn't like it would kind of just like it just it feels unimportant in unimportant when you watch it and then like it's like the, the yeah there's these little details that either just seem like kind of passive dialogue but it always seems like every everything that Stephen King wrote in this like has some sort of like little payoff and purpose yeah I love the idea of Leslie yeah. Nielsen being really good at electronics <laughs> something about that seems very countertone to everything I've seen him at uh or everything I've seen him do now I just want him to be a hacker <laughs> a very old yeah. hacker <laughs> is he still alive no he is not okay I sadly was, i'm always so confused yeah but I he's always like... been very old yeah he's, he's always just life. been like white haired yeah. yeah that said it's time to put him in a zombie movie yes <laughs> zombie nielsen oh there's a really great uh nielsen like kind of i feel like good campy like evil laugh in this Ooh. oh yeah at the end of that one yeah yeah it's really fun <laughs> oh, it's it's very fun I, he also i love his sweater <laughs> just his outfit <laughs> i wasn't expecting I don't remember it his sweater. yeah <laughs> he had like a really nice cardigan i think it was like a nice dark gray and it was just so nice looking and then like he takes a shower but before he he like gets in the shower, he's wearing this like, I guess to relax in. He has like a velour, like um not a jumpsuit, but like a sweatsuit, like a very like eighties velour sweatsuit. And he has this like ridiculous gold <laughs> chain on, and it just cracked me up. I was like, he's got his South Philly business suit on, you know? Oh, I forgot. Yeah, he did have that that like gold chain thing, and then I remember noticing yeah. that, being like, that's odd. <laughs> <laughs> it's very odd. There's like some sort of like pendant with it or something. Like I don't know. Yeah, it was all that. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's funny. I definitely noticed that and was like, that's, it just felt like it, it like, seeing that Leslie Nielsen in that was just like, I, just an odd thing to see. I was like, wow, that's like a, a strange that sounds <laughs> choice incredible. that I, I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's I mean, also a funny like moment. Oh, oh go ahead. Moment. No, you go ahead. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think if it's like, it's, yeah, I don't know if it's like, it's not really like spoilery, but there's just a moment where Leslie Nielsen um, is like looking through all these tapes and he's like, oh, my maid in here. Like, I hope she didn't reorganize them, um, <laughs> which which is really funny when you watch it because <laughs> you'll see <laughs> no spoilers, though. No spoilers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, amazing. <laughs> uh, yeah. Is there any other do you have any other reasons that you would want uh, people to watch this movie? Any bonus reasons? I feel like I kind of um, went on on a while for mine. <laughs> yeah, I would. I would say Tom Atkins. Uh, he, you know, he's in the the wraparound segments, and he's just great. Like, it was the first movie I ever saw him in, and I was like, I hate that guy because of the character. Like, he plays like a total dick dad <laughs> and i was like i hate that guy and then i like realized like he's actually like a nice person from what i've heard and i don't know i just i really like his work big fan and then i would also say another reason is they make all these great choices in this movie in every sense and they just use them so well like no choice in this movie is arbitrary if that mm-hmm. makes sense oh that's great i love that yeah. yeah yeah that's a good reason um i'm looking at yeah, the I... uh oh go for it oh no go ahead i'm looking at the cast list on imdb and the names that stick out to me immediately are warner shook and bingo o'malley yeah <laughs> those are both <laughs> yeah, great don't names know. don't know either of them same yeah. i feel like some names will never become like famous people they're just like weird forever i i wonder if it's like sometimes i think about like the people who i'm like are those their actual names or they were they like this is the name that's going to get me into the biz (laughs) and then it like has the opposite effect (laughs) i really hope that bingo o'malley like like that someone gave him that nickname and then when he went into acting he got rid of that nickname and everyone's like no be a bingo Bingo is who you are. Ah, uh, he's from Pennsylvania. Bingo. Oh man, he is from Pit- he's from Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah, I know, not the, the same. Side. <laughs> <laughs> but he, wah, wah. but Bingo O'Malley seems cool. He uh, it looks like he was in a movie called Transylvanian Curse. Ooh, can't Death from Above, River of Darkness. This all sounds awesome. Those all sound spooky. Yeah, I'm into it. But also a movie called The Bread, My Sweet. <laughs> the weirdest possible name. Oh, IMDb, you're adorable. Okay, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, getting into an IMDb uh, IMDb hole. Yeah, just... exactly. <laughs> yeah, I find uh, I sometimes go to IMDb when I'm looking up information, but then I get like, I get so, I think, overwhelmed by the layout of it. And like, there's so much that, I sometimes go to Wikipedia, even though everyone's like, it's not as, it's not as official, but it feels a little bit more like streamlined for me. And IMDb, I end up just going so much down a wormhole where I'm like, how did I get to this movie? Like I'm clicking so many links. 
Yeah, of course. It just it's endless, but it's impressive how endless it is. It is. Yes. Um kind of I was just thinking of another detail that I like now that you've mentioned details Jen that was something that uh popped out to me is the uh Adrian Barbos character with the whiskey too. Oh yeah. Um whiskey's in that story too and like i think it's like there's milk milk, yeah she puts like whiskey and milk which is like oh yeah and arnold palmer (laughs) (laughs) arnold palmer yeah that's what those are huh (laughs) yeah that's definitely what those are as a a person who doesn't drink i know that for a fact I've been making Arnold Palmer's wrong my whole life. Yeah, I feel like a I feel like a whiskey and milk should just be called a parents. Oh, uh, yeah, is, is that like a real thing? Like, is that like a drink people used to have all the time? I really like hope the, not. I hope not. I, I just it sounds so gross. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, it's like they're showing that like she's an alcoholic because she's just putting it in whatever she's drinking. But I then. I thought maybe she had like a stomach ulcer because you know how like you're not supposed to drink alcohol if you have an ulcer, but milk helps. Alleged, well, they thought milk helped ulcers back in the day. I don't think it does. Interesting. But oh, that's... that's. But it always grossed me out. Like I always thought it was disgusting. <laughs> yeah, that's the grossest thing in this, actually. Probably, out of all yeah. the sc- all the gore and all of the, the creepy <laughs> crawlies, that's the one that I was like, ah, I'm scared. <laughs> Having those nightmares. <laughs> yeah, about whiskey and milk. Oh no, um, it's just pouring. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I like whiskey, so and I don't. I guess I don't really like milk, so maybe that's too. But milk is just one of those things you don't like with, unless it's like a a chocolatey kind of Kahlua drink or something. I feel mm. like milk doesn't really mix well with, with liquor. Interesting. Yeah. I just yeah. don't like milk in general. I've never been like a raw straight up milk guy. When I was growing up, I was never like a glass of milk. It was always like cereal with no. milk and never, ever, ever else. will I see your face. Yeah. That, yeah. That's how I was. And even then, like, it wasn't until almond milk came out that I was like, oh, yeah, I'm okay with milk now. Nice. Okay, that's good to know. Yeah. Interesting. Me too. I'm not with, I like oat, oat milk. That's, but Me I, I, oat milk is like my favorite, but I definitely don't like, I feel like milk, actual cow's milk, like leaves like a gross, like film in my throat. Yeah, it's yeah. like a bad texture, bad sort of weird pseudo taste. Yeah, if you spill it, it's going to smell forever. Oh, God, yeah. that's true too. Yeah. Ugh. but a, cheese is great fan. Yeah, yeah i love cheese yeah it's the best do not like cow's milk yeah it, yeah cheese just, milk just needs a little bit more time <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to figure itself out milk, yeah uh yeah milk has potential to be cheese it has potential <laughs> yeah. milk, milk has, has potential, potential. <laughs> uh so that was a a, a a tangent but still related <laughs> because whiskey and milk is 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 important in this <laughs> And because milk kind does of. stuff to people's bones, and bones are Halloween. Yes. Ooh. <laughs> Calcium. Uh, Calcium. So, Cozy, are you uh, convinced? I am convinced. This one sounds cool as hell. Uh, it sounds like a lot of fun. Um, and like I've said on a couple recent episodes, I'm like, I don't see a lot of like fun movies. So I would like to see... Um, a fun, especially a horror comedy with Leslie Nielsen in it. That sounds great. Um, I do like the combo of 
to like horror masters, even though I haven't really seen a lot of either of their stuff because I missed out on a lot of movies uh, that were horror related until it follows. Uh, but the, the pairing is intriguing and yeah, I mean, I love, I love anything with the uh, short story anthology feelings in it, especially a horror comedy. So I'm in. Nice. Sweet. We did it. We Ooh. did it. High five. High five. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think uh, seeing honestly, like still re-impressed, like watching Stephen King act like, and like kind of t- carry a whole story, like by pretty much by himself. Wow. Um, yeah honestly great and i was like wow why stephen king should act more also but i'm sure yeah busy doing all the kinds of other amazing things like writing all the stories that we know and love today in in movies and in uh books yeah he's he's pretty amazing i didn't even think about that that the fact that like he carried that one by himself almost yeah it was pretty much like i there's like the sort of like fever dream character in his head that was like that was there but for the most part that was like all all him mm. yeah uh yeah really fun that one was the fun like the most like fun one to me or like yeah. the funniest one yeah. but they're all great uh, yeah all good uh so anyone on facebook uh Twitter, Instagram. If you've seen this movie, let us know what you think of it. Uh, follow us. Tell us what we need to watch. And let's talk about movies. So now recommendations. Cozy, do you have a recommendation? Yeah, I do. Uh, my recommendation uh, this uh, for this episode is to haunt the living. Uh, they've had it good for far too long, and it's time to show them what's what. So... If you have a moment and you have some chains, um, make sure to haunt the living. Um, yeah. Uh, how about you, Brie? Uh, my recommendation is to pay attention to labels um, when you buy stuff. Not like labels like, you know, jock and nerd. <laughs> I'm talking like... <laughs> oh, my God. I'm that talking a- food labels. <laughs> that immediately brought me back, uh, Jen, to when we did the bre- improvised breakfast club. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you were part of that. Okay. I still show off yeah. that photo to people. It makes me so happy. <laughs> yeah, it was so, it's so, such a good photo and a good show. Yeah, we had some really good comprehensive host bits back in the old days. Oh, anyway, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that. Uh, bonding. Uh, <laughs> I bought a... Uh, I bought a thing of like broccoli cheddar bites that like you throw in the oven. Um, I thought it looked good and it was a snack, but I didn't pay attention to it. And I'm eating them right now, actually. And oh, they no. are child, they're children's dino nuggets, which I'm still, <laughs> oh, no. I still love. But I thought, I think it's just funny that I accidentally bought. And it says right on the box, it says like four kids. Like, bro- <laughs> I was like, fun way to eat your vegetables. And I was like, oh, wow, I'm a child. <laughs> we all do need a fun way to eat our vegetables. <laughs> It's true. Yeah. And it does make it more fun. So maybe that's my, I think I'm going to change. My recommendation is now eat more stuff that's shaped like dinosaurs. Hell yeah. I love that. (laughs) Oh man. I I have to piggyback. Sorry. This isn't really my rec, but like just back to the label thing. So a few years ago I was going to go see um, Star Wars, whatever Star Wars movie was out a few years ago Hmm. with my family. And so I bought a t-shirt that was just like on the discount rack. And I was like, eh, it fits. Like, it'll be a little tight, but it fits. 
uh, I didn't pay attention to the label that it said glow in the dark and <laughs> like a, a couple <laughs> a couple years like well I had a jacket on at the movie theater so I didn't notice it and so uh like a couple years after that I'm on a date um my girlfriend we're still girlfriends but like <laughs> she took me to like to Disney for Star Wars day and then afterwards we were like we had a sleepover and I'm wearing this shirt and I didn't realize that it's glow in the dark. And here I am like on one of our first dates with this like ridiculous glow in the dark <laughs> Star Wars shirt. That's amazing. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. I was, and then it hit me like, oh, this is a child's shirt. <laughs> <laughs> incredible. Like, we had a good laugh. Yeah, we had a good laugh about it. So, you know. That's incredible. So, yeah, read, read labels. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. Or maybe we should just make more children's things for adults because children's stuff is cool. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. And they can them. <laughs> I, I did the same thing with a mask. I had another moment of not reading a label where I bought a mask that was, it ended up not fitting my, well, I have a small face, so it kind of fit, but it was a mask also with dinosaurs on it. <laughs> <laughs> and I bought it, was like, wow, that's a cool mask. It's got dinosaurs on it. And then it was like on the back of the bed, the label it was like ages like, like six to eight. And uh, I mean, it still fits. I went, I went and purposefully bought things that were just for kids at Goodwill for multiple comedy shows, uh, like slippers that were definitely half the size of my feet, <laughs> but were shaped oh, like wow. friggin' crocodiles and opened their oh, mouths yeah. when you stepped down. And I think one made a noise. I can't remember. Point is, those yeah, are cool as hell. <laughs> yeah. Also, a penguin There's... backpack just looks like a penguin, and it's like a tiny mini backpack. That's cute. Um, it's so cute. I remember when mini backpacks were cool. Like mm. I remember those being like yeah. having little like fun, yeah, animal shapes and like textures and uh, like just, yeah, people always carried around little mini backpacks. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, I think back when I was in, in backpack mode, everyone was just like Jansport and nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> classic. Very yeah. classic to this day. <laughs> To this day, Jansport has a monopoly on backpacks. Yeah, that's true. We'll never be able to take <laughs> them down. They're too powerful. They're too big. Big pack pack. Big, big pack pack. Big pack pack. Piggy big backpack. Yeah, we can piggy big backpack on that. <laughs> yes. Anyway. Uh, anyway. Jen, <laughs> you, have, you have a recommendation for us. <laughs> I do. Um, so it's Halloween, but I recommend going out to the store and buying fruit brute and if you wait until tomorrow it'll be 75 percent off it's a limited edition uh monster cereal oh yeah it's pretty you know it's it's pretty good if you like the monster cereals uh, i would say it's probably the best out of all of them damn they don't make it usually and watch you know what i actually like to do this i like to watch some saturday morning cartoons you know like old ones from when i was like you know, the spooky ones, the spooky episodes of the old ones when I was a kid and have a bowl of it. Love that. That's that's Thank a you. good recommendation. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, it's always fun to watch. Like, I love watching, like, the holiday episodes of of shows. Makes it yeah. feel more like a holiday. I don't know why. There's something, like, more. I feel like it as you get older, at least in my experience, it seems like the holidays feel less like holiday, Except Halloween. But... <laughs> holidays in general feel less holiday-y unless like you know especially when you're not like around your family all the time but there are certain things that like i feel like make it more feel like holidays and and i feel like watching tv and movies with that are like themed to it always help oh absolutely 
Yeah. All right, plugs. Hmm. Uh, Jen, let's start with you. Uh, I'm just going to say that um, TBD Risk Show uh, at the Hotel Cafe in Los Angeles. Nice. Any socials to follow and such? Yeah, you can follow me on Jen Curcio, C-U-R-S-E-O, because I keep it spooky. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And also good SEO. Perfect. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Oh, clever. (laughs) Love it. Uh, nice. Yeah. And yeah, go everybody go see her whenever she does a storytelling show. Yeah. yeah. I, I want to check it out. Cause I don't, yeah, I, I'm just getting to know you, but that sounds, yeah. uh, sounds mm-hmm. fun. Thank you. Nice. Uh, Bree. Oh yes. I would love to. Let's see. <laughs> um, <laughs> Let's say your names at the same time. And then we sound we'll shut our plugs. Do at the the plugs same time. At the yeah. I love this. This is a great idea. <laughs> So that way no one can can understand and interpret the, the information and miss all of our plugs. Perfect. That's the goal every yeah, time. Okay. The, le- the least amount of clarity we can work on, the better, right? Oh, I love it. Uh, yes. Okay, my plug uh, this time, uh, because it's coming up on Halloween, uh, which is today. What is happening next? We got the, for me, basically just crashes party um, on Monday, November 7th at 7 p.m. Clubhouse main stage fun stuff nice yeah Bri, how about yourself it's a fun show oh thank you i appreciate it mm. uh my uh plugs it's just after halloween it'll probably just be the next bounce house uh show which is on november 13th at nine mm. at the pack uh with hot city doing some sketchies <laughs> um and yeah it should be fun Sweet. Enjoy. Yeah. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Check out the bounce house. Um, we're hopefully going to be filming a fun intro at a, I guess a big touring bounce house thing that I didn't even know that was a, that was a thing at all, but that's incredible. Yeah. It sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. I I'm looking forward to jumping around in a, in like a bounce house obstacle course. I mean, what, what I consider fully ideal would be the idea of you guys doing a full sketch show inside of a bounce house where the audience is sitting outside and just watching. (laughs) That is Or they're, or they're inside being bounced. (laughs) (laughs) They have their, yeah, it's a um, audience participation and the participation is that yes they're bouncing with us what a dream that'd be so cool oh my god i would i would love that so much that's that's my that's in line with my uh show production sort of uh instincts is always put things inside of things like that yeah honestly like come like i you know this is like the perfect weather for it but they do a bounce houses with like kind of an open face which is like it'll look like a stage i think yes we can have people outside of it and like watch a bouncy show oh my god that is a fun idea what a dream (laughs) worth the investment of renting a bounce house i would say absolutely once (laughs) absolutely yeah uh well thank you so much jen for being our guest today yeah thank you so much for having me yeah, super fun. Uh, kicking off our our Halloween episode. Ooh, spooky. Yeah, I mean, I guess not kicking off, but closing out. <laughs> Co- closing out, yes, yes. Closing out our Halloween episode. Yeah, our Halloween uh, month. Ooh. Closing Seriously. out the month. Serious <laughs> honor. Yeah. And if you're listening to this on Halloween, I guess kicking off your 
November Halloween day <laughs> or yeah your Halloween day <laughs> it's true if you listen to this on Halloween the, um, on the 31st of October kick off your night yes I love um, that started off yes. with this podcast followed by watching some spooky scary movies yes watching creep show yeah, yeah. watch all the movies we covered this month yes please Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you are listening uh, give us a five star rating if you liked it uh, leave a review subscribe and if you leave a review we'll read it on the air and thank you so much for listening to you need to see this <laughs> yeah that was a medium one there we go <laughs> <laughs> Meteor shift!